And this is the Podcast Trivia Blacklist podcast for this week's episode, The Third Estate, number 136. I'm Brian, joined by Dave. And we'll rip through this episode best we can. I'll do best I can. I had tornado warnings all night. So, like, the show kept getting preempted. So, uh, thanks to Dave, I was able to watch it <laughs> third hand. It's, it's a pretty sneaky video relay over the internet without sharing passwords it was borderline pointing my camera at a television screen and turning on the audio yeah it was so i i i don't have all the details of the episode uh but i got the gist of it so uh but yeah we get to see what the third estate is and uh apparently it's just a bunch of kids who try to steal money from their parents yeah it was uh well they uh, you did get the impression there was an actual political motive behind it. They weren't doing it to necessarily get rich in and of themselves. Sure. They were funneling the money up, but it was a rope dope by uh, Hannah Montana there. And that she didn't Hannah know. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever her name is. And um, I mean, pretty clever that she, you know, Hey, let's see what they're doing. Let's see what they look at. Let's, you know, she put her own, you know, canary in the coal mine there. Um, yeah, kind of get the FBI to see, you know, pot, as we call it in cybersecurity. Right. I mean, if she wants to see if the FBI's tracking her, oh. give them a clue, or, you know, give them a lead. And uh, she did that. So we knew the from the last episode when uh, she had all those secret files, she handed everything back to the FBI except for that one. And uh, that's the one uh, for the third estate. So that's where we get this. So. I mean, I guess you and I, neither of us were really surprised with the kind of rope-a-dope that was going on within the third estate. I think it we was, both felt like it was the kids that were being kidnapped were the kidnappers as well. I, I knew from the get-go that it was an inside job. It was just a matter of um, the, the the two things I had were, was it the kids or was it the one, the one father who um, allowed his son to get killed? It was just a little adamant, a little cold. Yeah, uh, showed up later at the the next family's house, and then you know blamed the FBI. And I'm like, okay, well something's you know they're 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 pushing this story. You know the, yeah. the story being pushed to the viewer is making you get un unsettled that the FBI is mishandling this when really it's they're doing everything right and it's just not going as well. I actually thought we were going to find more involvement with the parents as well. Didn't seem to be the case though. It seemed like the kids were. Uh, not running the show because there was clearly masterminds and a and the food chain going up, but uh, the the parents weren't involved in this. Nope, not uh, not like that anyway. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, so one thing I do, you know, want to want to call out on this is um, uh, there's some all kinds of bizarre legalities that were just completely untrue. Okay, go uh, for it. The um, the one family that did call the call the police, they basically said, oh, yeah, they called the New York Police Department. And Cooper's like, oh, well, we'll assist. Well, legally, all kidnapping is handled by the FBI. Um, right. No matter what, it is always handled by the FBI. It's been that way since the Charles Lindbergh case, you know, in the 30s or whenever it was. I mean, that's, okay. that's the thing. So, okay. Um, that's what I thought. Then, Most FBI shows shows that have the FBI in it. Kidnapping, you usually see the FBI involved. It's you know, police may assist the FBI, but uh, they're, 
they're a resource for manpower, but it's the FBI that, that handles everything because at that point you're starting to get in potential wiretaps and all that. And, um, right. and they have, they have teams that are just dedicated to handle this type of stuff and negotiations and those types of things. And a local police force isn't going to have that. No, that's so, not their role. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. So I was like, really? It's they're like, oh well, assist. Like, no, you're not going to assist. It's your jurisdiction. Even then, it's very unlikely that the post office would have done it. There would have been a specific FBI team, and the post office, you know, Cooper's team would have been assisting them. Yeah. What um, was this? Um, because of parts that I missed, this SWAT team that was going in was that police then and not FBI? No, they were FBI. Okay. They were right. they were the, the heavy response team, the HRT. Okay. Um, is one of the with the the. I don't know what his rank was, but the officer in charge, the the uniformed officer in charge there, I mean, he had FBI on his, okay. his thing. And that was the other thing. It's like, oh, her, you know, she wrote a $36 million checks to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, whatever, blah, 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 blah. You know, he'll roll tanks up there, she says. And I'm like, no. That's not really how that's going to work. <laughs> that's really not how that works. You know, the National Guard, I'm like, yeah, National Guard's kind of under control of the state, really. Um, so Yeah, and in that situation, the only thing that that guy would do, uh, you know, a, a political uh, uh, power that you might have influence with would just make some phone calls to make sure that things are going in the right direction, like you said. More resources. Yeah, yeah, but he wouldn't necessarily uh, take assign a different agency to take over the rescue. Yeah. Um, let's see. We had uh, directed by Andrew McCarthy, so we love uh, Andrew McCarthy's involvement oh, in no. the show. And there was an oh. Andrew McCarthy. Did you see it? Cameo. <laughs> cameo. He says in air quotes. Yeah. Um. He uh the the when um the father of the first kid. I I didn't catch names on this. So the second kid. The okay. first kid Was uh in the in the prologue. But okay. Yes. I miss. I definitely missed that. So the second kid, the one the one with the kid that we believe gets killed and um early on uh, midway through the episode um when that father goes into the coffee shop to meet you know he's supposed to have a meet to to drop off money or whatever uh the the woman that he's going to meet is uh reading a book that has the author andrew mccarthy and uh leaves the book for the guy and when he flips through it in the back uh with the back cover uh had the picture of andrew mccarthy I was wondering if he, I'm like, oh, I wonder if he saw that. That's the but, one thing I caught. It was like the one little blip where I wasn't getting preempted by local news. Uh, I didn't catch the title of that book, though. Did you get that? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Where did. Yeah, I didn't catch the title of the book. It looked like it was cut off. That's why I couldn't quite tell. It was. Uh, no, apparently I didn't. I just wrote Andrew McCarthy. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that, that that's the extent of my notes. The rest of it was me just trying to like, catch up. <laughs> or something like that. I yeah. think. I'm just wondering if it had something to do with the the plot, you know? Because sometimes when uh, you know, an artistic way of doing things like that, it was you. If you had a fictional novel in the book, it would uh, relate to the plot of the story of the episode. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. So they end up. You know, Aram goes in there. Uh, undercover kind of and is quickly captured but that was really to escalate the plot to get to the point i mean he was spending a lot of time talking to that one kidnapper the one that was masked and i picked up right away that that had to be the kid that got we believed to have been killed uh especially because they really kept showing his eyes and like his reaction to the things aram was saying about him yeah uh, and and that was just leading me to believe that that's what they were uh 
they were trying to give you clues that you know maybe you could pick up on it. Otherwise, it'll be a fun you know reveal for those who didn't pick up on it. And whether you picked up on it or not, um, I mean, I think you and I were skeptical the whole episode through that it was probably more to it than that. It seemed like that kid was too easily killed, too visibly killed uh, to be something where he really was. It was almost a little too force-fed to us to make us believe that he really was. Yeah, it was It was the rope-a-dope, you know, trying to make you look one way, and it's really going somewhere else. And it yep. was, you know, a little, little obvious. Um, you know, I, I try and not look for those things because I, I want to be misled. Right. Uh, because I want it to be good television, but it's just like, nope, it's American television. It follows formula. Yeah, it follows the formula, and I, I think with you and I really nitpicking the episode sometimes we're looking for those things so it, it almost uh take i don't want to say it takes the enjoyment away it just takes us out of it that we're, we're we're like there's something here to it more than just that we can't just sit and watch it we got it we got to take notes on that and you know we wonder if and i think uh you know obviously we were on it there a uh, couple other storylines were going on i missed a lot of the dembe stuff but it looks like he had a he, there was a mention of him having the fallout with red so i guess going over um, Dem- yeah, Dembe, as we know, is having some issues with the way Red is handling his investigation as to who turned him in. Right. Basically, a crisis of faith. Dembe went to the mosque, mm-hmm. uh, had his um, had a conversation with Alman, and it it was actually a really really good conversation. Where you know, uh, I, I wrote down you know I I, I like the Alman, um, and yeah. you know, he made comments on you know the hardest jihad is always with yourself. You know, your holy war right. is the you will struggle with yourself more than anyone as you should um and you know and it's good that you try and fulfill your oath but you can't do it at the uh, fulfill your oath but you should not do it at the expense of your soul um really kind of big things that that the advice that was given to him yeah you got to follow your principles and that's kind of what and and we've known dembe to be a guy who's clear on his principles and in this situation that he would uh you know he knows the answer and with red's plan to out the uh informant by causing all these threats to so be innocent people uh that dembe knows the answer and he feels he needs to be the one to come out at that point and reveal what happened like we said regardless of who tells red it's not going to be an issue liz is not going to be in danger they'll have a, a disappointed conversation kind of father-daughter disappointed conversation but, yeah, he'll uh, yell, he'll scream, and throw things around a little bit. But he's not right. going to kill her. He's not going to kill Dembe. The, these are not the two most important. Yeah, they're the two most important people to him. Uh, he will he will move on from it. Uh, but from that, we will get uh, more in depth understanding into who this guy is. You know, if he's if he's truly not red, who is he? And get um, more into that. There, there was there was a really really interesting line that was said uh in the very beginning when so liz showed up at at red's house and was uh in red answered the door and liz was like freaking out that red answered and not dembe and she's like i've you know i've I've been working with you for six years and i can count in one hand the times you've answered your own door where the hell is dembe where's dembe where's dembe you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. um and 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 red's totally just brushing it off Right. And he's he's kind of forcefully brushing it off. And he made one comment where he's he said 
he's always been really, really careful. And and this time he was like, your country is under attack. It was a, it was the pronoun of your country. I thought was really, really interesting. Okay. Uh, and you could tell he was, he wasn't defensive, but he was trying to control the, the situation. And that was almost like a slip up. I felt, you know, like a, maybe a good writing. I really want to believe it was a good writing slip up of, you know, him trying to control. And that was just the one little thing of, you know, this normally he would have said this country, which nobody would have batted an eye at. Right. Um, you know, my country, but he can play the pronoun game with this country is under attack um, or, you know, the United States, but it was your country. It was a very specific possessive that was not his own. Interesting. I'm looking at the, the writer of the episode is uh, Katie Box, B-O-C-K-E-S. She hasn't written any other episodes this season. She was involved last time she wrote any episodes was the conclusion to Ian Garvey. So uh, hasn't been an involved writer in the series. Um, Not to say that, but I, I agree. It, there was probably a carefully constructed line uh, intended to come out that way and be picked up that way. Uh, which, you know, could swing us into thinking he's KGB. Yeah, Maybe. something. If, uh, if, if if America's not his country. I mean, he's a man with... The Red Reddington, the way this all played out, was a man without a country. He had, you know, t the two superpowers going, wanting him dead. Uh, and he was... Uh, he made his fortunes by playing that game. As we've discussed in past episodes. But yeah, that's an interesting line to pick up on there. Okay. Um, yeah, I did pick up. Um, I picked up on the rack right away. As soon as I saw it again, I'm like, "There's your clue." Um, follow mm -hmm. those things are not common. Follow, you know, figure figure the rack out, and they they traced it down, and they went to. Uh, I don't know if you if you picked up on that. They went to the uh, purveyor of painful things. Um, and okay. I wrote down the. Uh, the, the Judas cradle mm -hmm. uh, basically she, it's, it was this woman that had a significant amount of devices that cause pain. Right. Um, you know, so she had the rack, she had a Judas cradle. She supposedly had one of the, uh, the nails that uh, uh, held Christ on, on the cross. Um, you know, all these different things, you know, and she, she made a, um, Oh, what was the, she made a comment on, you know, the, hey, I've got this sword that Genghis Khan used, killed hordes of hordes, you know. Right. Uh, pardon the pun, but it is just to die for. <laughs> uh, I want to see her again. She was she was kind of neat. Uh, yeah. So, you know, and she had the eye patch, the mysterious eye patch, which always adds, you know, to the mystique of a of the the lady of pain. Right. <laughs> oh, so let's uh, let's let's, you know, but yeah, the holy nail. Um and uh and then red made a really fun comment on you know because she she asked you know hey how did you escape the needle you know do you still happen to have the the you know death by needle injector lethal injection i'd like to put it in my collection right it's, well you know i don't have it but whatever does lay me low i will make sure you know i would be honored if it ended up in your collection um you know kind of a neat fun little yeah back <laughs> the two of them um very good. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's, I think that's the bulk of the kidnapping. Yeah. Dembe. And then the last well, one. Dembe comes to um, Liz at the end and basically says that, you know, we got to tell him. And if you don't, I will. 
So that's coming, and that's probably coming next week. Uh, and, and we'll we'll get that this mystery behind us. Red will know who turned him in, and we won't have to kind of be walking on eggshells around that storyline. Um, that'll be out there, and we'll just see how the 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 show writers decide to play Red's reaction. Like we said, we don't expect it to be much of anything. Uh, we did have uh, okay, so we talked about McMahon Going and back to the McMahon. Yeah. Uh, guy she's talking to i do believe was the secret service guard yes it was it was the guy he was also the sniper that killed uh, uh bastion moreau the corsican um yep. so uh he's and they feel more in this episode like equals and we mentioned it in the past that they seem to have this kind of relationship where they're a little more equal than boss subordinate type thing you know there i'm i'm almost wondering if there was a um you know, another rope a dope earlier in the season where cause she had made the comment when she was talking to, you know, Moreau. Um, hey, I'm, you know, whatever. We can, I'll take it up my boss. I'm going to see him now. And it shows her at the White House. You right. remember that? Right. That episode? Yeah. But who was it she was actually going to see? Yeah. Uh, and she did make a comment in this episode as well here about, um, you know, for the good of the United States, for the security of the country when talking to that guy. So they, she wasn't having a conversation with him regarding taking down this country for a new regime to rise to power. She was using it as, even if that is the plan, she was using it as in, this is for the greater good, what yeah. we're, what we're doing here. And everybody need, we need to protect what we're doing. Cause this is for the greater good. Straight out of Grendel Wall's um, playbook. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I didn't see the Grindelwald, the recent one, (laughs) so I can't play you there. (laughs) Harry Potter, that was their big thing, was for the greater good. Yeah. Uh, And and it's not the first time we've heard that in this type, this theme, you know, where... It's the, you know, the the needs of the uh, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Right. Yep. And and they're, so so we'll, we'll probably get more into her plan as this season progresses. I mean, I, I do believe, and I, I think you do too, that this storyline ends this season, or do you think it rolls into next? Uh, yeah, I think it ends this season. I do too. I, I, I think there's, they're giving us little bits, but we're about to hit that home stretch of, uh, as I've talked about before. I mean, this was episode 17 of the season. We're going to 22. So we got five more. We're going to hit that stretch. We have a two parter next week. Uh, that will, um, is it a two-parter or is it just a, is it two one-hours? Two one-hour episodes, uh, playing it as a two-hour event. At least that's how it was advertised. So this will be the third time we've had that this season. Uh, and it doesn't look like they're taking a break after that where they have in the past. Uh, we're going right into uh, so April 26th, two episodes, and May 3rd. And then that leaves two episodes after that. So either they'll do episodes 21 and 22 on May 10th, or we'll have one on May 10th and one on May 17th, and that'll wrap up the season. It, it, I'm looking at the listings in IMDb and Wikipedia. It doesn't show beyond episode 20 right now. Uh, there was uh, one other thing, though. We had the wrestler. The story. wrestler investigation, yeah. So he's continuing his little investigation. He's trying to find uh, information on Liz's mom. Liz's or, gr- gr- I'm sorry, Liz's grandmother, uh, through this. And... Uh, I guess traced to a safe deposit box or a or mailbox. It was a PO box, and that was a little 
so that that rubbed me a little weird because he goes and he talks to grandma's second husband and he's like yeah i don't she didn't have a daughter i didn't know about this you know complete news to me um and then like he calls back later like yeah i wasn't completely honest with you i'm like why why the sudden change of heart it it felt weird almost contrived like it was just um, there to be yeah. there it was like uh, i don't know um uh, but yeah it's like hey you know here's one picture and it's grandma holding um the the baby which is probably katarina but you know as a as an infant like you know n- newborn so grandma uh, as a mother with her baby okay with her baby, yeah because it's, it's a it's a black and white photo from you okay. know look like 50s okay so when she was a young mother okay yeah. um. and yeah so it leads wrestler to this uh p.o box where he's able to get a photo of the last person that accessed that box which is uh, uh brian dennehy brian dennehy yeah so uh her first husband maybe maybe it's really her oh. maybe that's where the red arena comes in oh man <laughs> don't don't give these reddit people anything else to do <laughs> i can't i can't do with these <laughs> I can't. and that's why danny doesn't like him so much oh i can't do it <laughs> god oh man that that would totally spin those people upside down um uh, but <laughs> And I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm sure there's already a thread. But yes, this. Uh, gonna come back. Yeah. Uh, we love Brian Denny's character, and and he and Red certainly have this relationship. I mean, he, they. Yeah. But this Red, does this guy know who this Red is? He burned the bones at his house. Exactly. So that's the thing. That's what we got to remember. He. He knows the truth about what's going on here, uh, so I I think that's going to help bring it together and gosh i'm trying to remember we've had a few episodes with him but you know he'll he'll come back out into it and uh help us move forward that story so uh but yeah i think we're, we're gonna find out God, we will probably find this out before the end of the season and i think our cliffhanger is katarina comes back That's yeah. that's what I think our cliffhanger into next season is. We, we get the, we get the Katarina comes back or the you know the Carmen San Diego swoosh out the door, you know of the red hair type. But uh, but right, but she she becomes a character, and then they can promote all off season leading into next season. Now it's it's one on one on one. It's three people involved instead yeah. of like you know the, this season's whole lead in was. Like, you know, like father, like daughter, you know, the last couple seasons have been kind of pushing that. Uh, now we can have, you know, like daughter, like mother, like whatever. And, and we can have all that uh, pulled together uh, and, and we'll get a better understanding as to, you know, why this guy took over uh, for Red, what it is he, uh, his agenda was, why it was so important for him to set up Liz, um, you know, for life and build this whole organization to take care of her, you know, we're going to get a lot. And I think we're going to get a lot of that this season so that next season can be our whole season about just tying it all up. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. 
I mean, the like we I talk about the ratings a lot, and I look at them. I mean, they they are certainly down compared to prior seasons. But it's a Friday night show, and uh, combining with the DVR watches, it's still getting good viewership. It's about seven eight million a week, and that's still pretty good. That's still worth putting the show on the air. So it's uh it's it's still doing well, and uh, I think they like this time slot for it because it's it's not getting the viewership that you would want for a Tuesday or a Wednesday night show, but it's a perfect show for a Friday night show. It's getting good viewership on a Friday, really good viewership for a Friday. And they yeah. can, and I think they'll carry out next year, uh, on, on Friday as well. Uh, unless they feel like they want to push it into a prime slot for the, you know, the final season, if they're going to promote it as the final season. Uh, and that's the thing. We won't know that. Um, and I wonder if they renewed it early, so I wonder if they renewed it early in order to tell, give the writers and the, and the show creators the idea that this show is going to, okay, we're going to give you one more year and that's going to be it so that they can then promote um, at the end of this season that next season's the final season, you know, and maybe yeah. almost if tease that. If you do it right, it will actually increase a lot of viewership and it, get a lot of the, the people going back to Netflix. And, right, people, yeah. people are waiting to find out when it's going to end, knowing that it's getting a dedicated final season. A lot of times these shows don't know that they're going into their final season. Then they get they get canceled midway through, and they just wrap up the way they do, and it's kind of soft. But if you're given a full season to wrap up your stories, you can do it right, and the people will feel better invested in that time, and they'll go through the summer and binge through the seasons they haven't um, you know, been watching. Because the show certainly has lost viewership, but it might have lost viewership because people didn't know where it was going. Now that they know it's coming to a, a, a solid conclusion, they might come back to it, and that's good for us. Um, because then that hopefully gets people telling us what they think, because we love the theories. Um, you know, we haven't been predicting a lot. Do, do you have anything you're feeling as we're hitting this stretch? I think next week we'll have a lot to say, because I, I feel we're going to learn a lot next week. Uh, we might not get uh, McMahon's agenda and find out that um, yet, but I think we're, I think we're actually going to move closer to the red Liz I think we're going to spend some time on that next week. I think we're going to I think we're going to get more on that than we will on the McMahon. And we'll get yeah, and we'll get that like I said that that elephant in the room out of the way where Red will finally know who turned him in and we can move on from there. And uh then we'll we'll finish the season with this McMahon storyline. And it's possible that McMahon thing could could roll into next year that we could find out it's something even bigger than her role and what she was doing, which that could be our next season bad guy storyline which is a possibility as well all right any uh final notes on this one uh double checking um blah 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 um, i loved the mercedes that they were driving it was absolutely beautiful did you see uh, i thought that was a commercial honestly <laughs> uh, it almost was it felt like a commercial <laughs> Did you see the uh, the Neil Patrick Harris commercial for the Facebook commercial? Uh, I saw there was one, but I didn't I didn't pay attention to it. So it's like it, so this was funny, um, and you know every once in a while we talk about the commercials like the Mustang commercials when Tom was on there, right? But it was uh, and because we're dealing with Liz's mom, um, you know, hey Mother's Day coming up, all this kind of fun stuff. Ooh, that's what they'll do. They'll they'll do Liz's mom on Mother's Day. Um, that would take us right towards the end of the season, so that'd be perfect. Mm -hmm. uh, but no, it was like Neil Patrick Harris. He's like talking to his mom or whatever. It's like, hey, hello, Serena and 
Venus's mom and hello, Snoop Dogg's mom. There's like all these other famous moms <laughs> in the room. And they're all like, you're too skinny. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what are you talking about? They're, you know, getting all judgy and mommy on him. That's a very uh, mommy thing. <laughs> you need to eat more. Let me, let me make you some food. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it was, it was funny. Uh-huh. I, and I Patrick Harris. So, oh yeah. Get him on the show. Like a, like a Neil Patrick Harris, bad guy. So, all Aren't right. You, uh, uh, Dr. Horrible sing-along blog replayed the villain. He was Dr. Horrible. Okay. Different, different podcast. Yeah. We'll make watch <laughs> you just threw me off. <laughs> so, all right. Well, um, let us know what you think about this episode or any of the episodes we've had this season. What are your theories going into the end of this season? We'd love to hear them. We'd love to talk about them. So give us some stuff. If you're one of these people that, that thinks red is, uh, Liz's mom, give us your stuff on that. And, and, and I'll try not to laugh at you. Uh, go ahead and uh, email us at blacklist at podcasterbia.com. You can also hit us up on Facebook or Twitter at podcasterbia and get us there. So that is going to do it for this week's episode. I am Brian and he is Dave and we'll see you all next time. Bye everybody.